the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, IndustryGreetings.com, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, AskDefensive.com, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Hello, folks. Welcome welcome to the show wherever you are. I've actually been gone for quite a bit, and I think you all know that. But I want to thank my very special guests who filled in, Rick Travis and uh, Mike Morell, both super, super guys doing great things for the Second Amendment. And uh, just couldn't be prouder that they were able to step in and help me out when I was out moving my son from Albany to uh, San Diego. So um, thank you guys for that. And I know they did a great, a great job. I heard the shows. They're well, basically, they're better than I am. But uh, this is actually June, right? And June is Pride Month. So we're going to celebrate Pride Month because Pride Month means we're proud to be Americans. We're proud of the Second Amendment. We're proud of our friends. We're proud of our family. And basically, that's all there is to Pride Month. Anything else is a... Uh, is being stolen, stolen valor, if you will. So that's the way we celebrate Pride Month here. Uh, the rainbow has seven colors the way God dis- decided to make it when he created that. And uh, it's his sign, not anybody else's. Just saying. But as far as trans are concerned, I do think that trans is a thing. Uh, I've actually seen it. I have a Remington 700 ADL, and I've been able to transform that into a very accurate uh, weapon by adding a detachable box magazine, by changing the stock to the McMillan MC3, rebarreled it with a proof barrel, put a better scope on it. So I've transformed that Remington 700 ADL into a great weapon. But at the end of the day, it's still a 700. It didn't change. The action's the same. Everything on it is exactly the way it was created. So uh, you can have different modifications on something, but you're still shooting a Remington 700. Same thing with an AR-15. That's why they're modular, right? Put this on, take this off. It's a good thing. It's still an AR-15 or a Glock. Um, anyway, that's my social commentary uh, in the world of firearms for those of you out there who are wondering, uh, or hopefully you're not wondering, but that's just the way it is. We also had some news this week. Actually, today, as we're recording this, I, Gavinus Nerosum, the little emperor of California who thinks he should, uh, is pushing for the 28th Amendment. Uh, I have a guest here on the show, Lou Misterly. Lou, did you see this news this morning? I have not, no. Okay. Well, basically, he wants a constitutional amendment to adjust the Second Amendment. Uh, He says it'll keep the Second Amendment intact, but let me give you a reading of what exactly he's looking to do here. Um, And folks, this is why it's so important to understand what's happening in different states and that your state legislature is absolutely important because the state legislatures of all the different states decide if there's going to be a constitutional convention. If they have a constitutional convention, you know, everything is up for grabs. So this morning, Gavin Newsom is proposing a 28th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution to enact. This is from Forbes, by the way, to enact restrictions on gun ownership, including a national ban on assault rifles and unprecedented response to the count in an unprecedented response to the countless mass shootings that plagued the U.S., but chances of adding the amendment seem slim to none since Republicans currently control most state legislatures. Newsom's proposed amendment would raise the federal minimum age to buy a firearm from 18 to 21, mandate universal background checks, institute a reasonable waiting period for all gun purchases, and ban civilian purchase of assault rifles nationally. In order for an amendment to be added to the Constitution, it needs support of 34 state legislatures, which would trigger a constitutional convention, discuss the amendment, 
and the Constitutional Convention, 38 states' support would be needed to ratify it. In the announcement video, Newsom, who is very hard to look at, I, Gavinus Nerosum, the little emperor who thought he should, noted the amendment would keep the Second Amendment intact while respecting America gun-owning tradition. So I guess you can have a muzzleloader as long as it's not a side-by-side double-barreled muzzleloader. The proposed amendment appears to face long odds since Republicans who typically oppose gun restrictions control a majority of state legislatures, thank God. In an interview in NBC News, uh, I, Gavinus Nerosum, the little emperor who thought he should, was asked how feasible a campaign for the 28th Amendment would be given the GOP power at the state level, but claimed it's possible because their constituencies demand it. California governor will find the campaign to get other states on board with his proposal using leftover money from his 2022 re-election campaign. Um, here's his quote, the crucial quote, it says. I got four damn kids, dude. I can't take it anymore. I mean, when they go to the mall now, when they go to a movie theater, when they go to a birthday party, let alone going to school, and I have to have conversations with them about this, this is insane. It's absolutely insanity, Newsom told Politico in an interview. So this is a man who wants to control your Second Amendment rights, or destroy your Second Amendment rights. At the same time, this is a man who's led over 70,000 felons out of jail early. I want you folks to realize in all the things he talked about, none of them include increasing the penalty for the violent misuse of a firearm. If you want to stop people from from, uh, carjacking, from from armed robbery, from murder, you, you need to increase the penalties for such. Newsom has done his best to get rid of California's three strike laws. He has emptied our prisons to the point now where we're closing prisons because there's nobody in them. We're not filling them up with the criminals. There's even new laws that are going to restrict employees of a company from stopping somebody to from stealing in their store. The insanity that is Newsom's world is on display on the streets of San Francisco. You know, where you have to have a map to find out where the human feces are so you can walk around it. It is crime ridden. There are videos every single day of Oakland or San Francisco where somebody just smashes windows, reaches in, grabs all the tourist stuff and leaves families destitute. It is a war zone, a third world country. It's not the place to be. And that's Gavin Newsom's utopia, if you will. So he wants to restrict all gun ownership, yet he never, ever increases the penalties for violent gun use. And that is the only way to stop a criminal is incarceration, execution, or stopping him in the act with blunt force. That's the only way it works. Uh, that's, uh, let me get your comments on this here, uh, Lou Misterly. Lou, you're a former resident of the People's Republic of Occupied California. You're currently hanging out in St. George, Utah, in a beautiful trophy room of your design. But what do you think about this, this idiocy? Let me, let, me, let me set you up. What do you think about this idiocy? <laughs> yeah, it is idiocy. I mean, uh, I don't think much about it. You know, uh, Newsom, he's... He's now badgering DeSantis in Florida. He wants to run every state around the union. And he, he just, he's unbelievable when you call him the emperor. He's evil. That's what he thinks he is. Yeah. He's yeah. an evil man. He should be in North Korea. Yeah, but he, he, he Kim Jong-il wouldn't put up with him. He would have fed him to his dogs like he did his uncle. Exactly. Maybe we should buy him a plane ticket. I don't know. Hey, um... One other thing, I want to I want to do a shout out to some one of my product sponsors here, Timney Triggers, folks. If you haven't had a Timney Trigger yet, you need to treat yourself to a Timney Trigger. That's another mod you can do to your Remington 700 or your AR15 or your Glock, for that matter. I have in my hands here. If you're not watching on YouTube, I have in my hands here. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, maybe let's get banned. Who knows? Um, I've got a Glock 21. This is the big bad Glock. Now. I had uh, my local gunsmith here put a Timney trigger on this sucker. I want to see the difference between the stock trigger. Now, most people, when you're talking about a Glock, right, what is the problem with the Glock? 
everybody hates their trigger. Besides, they're big and boxy. You know, those things you get modified. But the triggers, I'm sorry, Glock, out of the box, suck. So I said, well, what are the, what does it actually weigh for a stock trigger? So I put it on my trigger scale. I couldn't weigh it. I ran out of room on the trigger scale before the gun fired. So it's over five and a half. It's, it's over seven pounds, I think it is, uh, stock. And I thought, geez, this is, it can't be that heavy. It is. So then this Timney trigger was put in um, on a Glock takes it to two and a half pounds of crisp trigger joy. If you have ever felt the difference going from seven to two and a half pounds on a pistol. It is absolutely amazing. So, Hey, uh, Timney triggers hats off for that. We contacted them. They sent us out a couple to do giveaways on. And I asked this for my specific friends out there in the Molson, the Gaunt community. I feel you guys have been neglected, you know, but a lot of people out there bought Mosin Nagant's from $89 a piece all the way up. But this is a Mosin Nagant Timney trigger. I'm going to be giving it away. Check out our Facebook page or our Instagram page, both of them. Reply to it. Say you've got a Mosin. Send me a picture of it. I will randomly pick somebody and you will win this wonderful trigger and we will make your Mosin Nagant a thing of beauty which is a tall order, but we will help you make that, get that done. One to three pound trigger for a Mosin, unheard of. All right, folks, we'll be right back with this. Some great hunting stories. My buddy Lou Misterly will be right back. Springtime is just around the corner. Soon, it'll be time to get back outdoors and soak up a little sun, and we need it. So why not enjoy the outdoors with the things you love in the field or the range, in the lake, or even in the stream? It's a great time now to get stocked up with the gear you need. Turner's Outdoorsman is California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971, and it even has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and member specials sent directly to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman's, savings you deserve on the gear you need. It's definitely expensive to advertise for your business, but not advertising is more costly to your bottom line, especially in this current economic climate. While we all know that sending Christmas cards to family and friends is an American tradition, we forget to extend that tradition to our customers and business associates. So show your appreciation for customer loyalty and remind clients that you and your company are still ready for their business. But don't just send any card to take advantage of the marketing opportunity that you're looking for. Your cards need to stand out. IndustryGreetings.com specializes in industry-specific Christmas cards. Whether you're an accountant, contractor, realtor, welder, or anything in between, our creative and exclusive card designs are the perfect fit. So head over to IndustryGreetings.com and search by your industry. Or check out our patriotic or religious Christmas cards and order today. That's IndustryGreetings.com or call them at 800-431-9161. IndustryGreetings.com, 800-431-9161. I use them, so should you. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. And if your boomstick happens to be a Mosin from the gun, I'm telling you, man, we've got a Timney trigger for you. It's right here. If you're looking on our YouTube channel, it's in the yellow box here. Beautiful box. Uh, this one will not come with the uh, famed Tootsie Rolls because I ate them when they sent them to me. But, um, you know, sorry, you still get a free most in the gun trigger. How do you get that? Go to our Instagram page, Firing Line Radio, or our Facebook group page. I'll have a couple posts on there. Send me a picture of your most in the gaunt. And uh, one random winner will get one sent to them, no charge. Now, except for Alaska and Hawaii and no international shipments and whatever other stupid rules I have to bring up. Um, If you do not win, sorry, uh, no whining. If you whine, you're not allowed to enter future contests. Okay. That's the work to be done today. Now I want to get into the fun part of my show, which is interviewing my one of my favorite guests I've had on many times. Those of you who are longtime listeners will remember uh, some of the stories. You can't remember them all because there's too many. But this is Lou Misterly. Lou Misterly, I've known for over 20 years. Um, great friend. Done some great hunts on his ranches. Um, just had a great time with him. And 
you know, he, he has won the World Hunting Award. He's won more awards than I can actually remember, but he's got an amazing trophy room in St. George, Utah. Get a hold of him. You might be able to get a, a, a tour on that because he does love to show his stuff off. But Lou, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Philip? I'm doing fantastic, except for the fact that we have that that horrible little emperor running around thinking he can run the world, except for that. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Those of you who are watching, if you're listening to this on the show, on the radio, uh, you want to go to the YouTube page. I got this posted up there. Lou is sitting in his trophy room in St. George, Utah, which is, uh, well, it's bigger than my house. But behind him, over his right shoulder, your left, if you're playing along at home, is a giant white carnivore. What the heck is that, Lou? That's a polar bear. Why don't you tell us about that polar bear? Yeah, that was quite a hunt. Back in 1998, when you could, uh, there were two two permits issued. I had one of the two. I went up to uh, uh, hunt up to Tuck to Yuck Tuck, which is on the uh, Buford Sea. It's easy for and, you to uh, say. Yeah, <laughs> easy for me to remember. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was it was quite the hunt. You know, I, I was this was my second polar bear hunt, and uh, I. I'd, Spent 30 days up there. Uh, the, the wind was blowing. It was it was cold, man. I mean, you used to be able to, you used to have to go out on a dog sled. Uh, you couldn't fly in. Originally, you could fly in and hunt polar bears with a ski plane. Not That's no longer legal. So I had to take a snowmobile all the way up to Tuck, from Tuck to Yuck Tuck to the northern part of the Buford Sea. And uh, uh, the, the, the weather was unbelievable. I mean, it was between 50 and 100 below zero uh, every day. We had a tent camp uh, out on the ocean. We did Tuk 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 is 250 miles uh, north of there, and uh, we're 68 miles out to sea. So... In 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 February. Now, did did Al Gore know this? Because he said there's no ice up there in 1998. Yeah, he, he doesn't know much. I mean, they still talk about climate change. My heavens, these guys—they're crazy. I mean, Newsom, he's 31 trillion dollars in debt now. You know, he After had a 225 billion surplus. But yeah, again, we want him to do our show. One of the fifth largest economies in the world, and he's. He's losing money like hand over fist. Intentionally. Uh, now he's badgering the Santas about sending some of the illegals to him from Florida. Doesn't make that doesn't make any sense at all. No, he's an evil person and I wish him all the evil that he's causing. Let's get back to uh to the polar bear hunt. Back to the polar bear hunt, yeah. So uh, we li- we were living in a uh eight by ten wall tent and uh out on the pack ice, and uh, we'd hunted for 30 days uh, before this this polar bear showed up. What you one of the what you do is you go out and and shoot seals if you can. So the guide's name was James Pokiak, and his assistant. These are all these are all natives. Only natives can guide up there, right? Yeah, they're, they can they're do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah, Pokiak and and uh, he went. He went up. On I mean, we're we're all the way out to where the ice breaks on the ocean, right near the edge of it. And uh, Pokiak went up up the river there, up the ocean to look for for some seals. And uh, I was sitting in the tent with his son Jacob and his assistant, uh, his assistant guide, and uh, we decided to take a walk and I said I'm going to take my trusty 300 Weatherby and I'm going to walk down and shoot a polar bear after 30 days of not seeing any and uh, his assistant said well I'll go with you so anyway so we took off walking down towards the ocean um, a few hundred yards and uh, all of a sudden I, th- I looked at the the ice heaves or giant ice heaves I saw this this movement, 
So I, I've got it. I've got a. Uh, I've had a like a rangefinder bug, not binoculars. So I looked at them and I could see. Oh my goodness! It's it's a polar bear. So Alvin said, "Let me see." Grabs my my glasses. Oh, he says, "Lou, that's a big polar bear." I said, "Yeah, that sure sure looks like one." So I said, "Let's go." Well, when you're hunting in in in, in the north for polar bears, you wear a, a jumpsuit. Very, very bulky jumpsuit. And we took off running down the, the ice heaves towards the bear. It was about, I'd say, a mile away. And uh, all of a sudden, the bear turned and went towards the ocean, uh, the open ocean. So Alvin said, well, come on, let's go. We took off running again. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm panting because it, the, it's it's so tough up there. To move around in that in that suit, and then the polar bear was was going towards the ocean. We got to within 175 yards, and uh, I said, "I got to shoot him here." So I laid down on the pack ice, and all I could see was ice heaves, bro- broken ice heaves. So I had to stand up offhand, uh, breathing like crazy, and uh, fire a shot. Well, I was aiming for his right side just behind his shoulder so I could get his lungs. And uh, I, I, uh, I shot him, and, and he, t- he let out a roar. I mean, he was biting on the other side, figuring out whether he'd all gone all the way through him. So I put in another, or dropped another round in the chamber and uh, uh, shot again, and I missed. Yeah, I was trying to lay down, but I couldn't do it. Couldn't see him. So I finally shot him. Just as he hit the water, I shot him again, and uh, uh, he took off in the water. Well, I'm standing there with Alvin. What do I do now? Well, uh, James was coming back down, and I could hear him yelling, "Don't shoot, Lou! Don't shoot!" So the bear's in the water, probably ten feet away, and it's in. I'm I'm talking about three thousand foot of water, and. Uh, James comes up and, and the bear's right there. And so I can't reach him, of course. Well, he starts swimming. He's not dead. He starts swimming out. He swims out to an ice heave. It's on that ice heave. And I, I ranged it with my binoculars was 90 yards out. So I, I, he climbed up on the ice heave and I could hear James saying, shoot, shoot. So I shot him again. And he fell in the water. Well, that that was at three thirty in the afternoon, and uh, James. The temperatures came back. the water. Yeah, three thousand foot of water. water. Yeah, three thousand foot deep. What temperature? Uh, the the water temperature was in the freezing. So it was because it's salt water, it's less than thirty two degrees, but like yeah. like twenty eight or twenty nine degrees, right? Exactly, and. Uh, so then Alvin and uh, uh, James decided to go out and get the polar bear because he was dead now. So uh, they got to. Right. We, we got to break for We got to break for a commercial here. But let me just set this up. We have a monster, 13 foot polar bear, the one that's behind you, uh, in the water over 3,000 feet of 28 degree water with dog sleds, no electricity, no winches, nothing. We're going to pick this up when you come back here. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check out this video. Uh, you're going to want to see this polar bear on our YouTube channel. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. New company, same Ed Hoffman. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me at 951-252-2027. That's 951-252-2027. One last time, day or night, area code 951-252-2027. 
or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. Hi folks, Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans! Lay down your weapons! Hey folks, welcome back. I know we're on a bit of a cliffhanger here. Philip Naiman here with Lou Misterly, a good friend, worldwide hunter, awesome hunter, awesome guy, talking about his polar bear story. If you haven't heard the whole front part, I'm not going to catch you up. You have to listen to it on a podcast or uh, or go back on our YouTube channel. But Lou, we have a, a polar bear on an ice floe above the Buford Sea. Pick it up from there. Okay, from there. Uh, well, James James Pokiak and his guide, Alvin, decided they'd go out and get the polar bear. Well, this time they had bought they had bought a new sled. It was a, like a toboggan. It was made out of fiberglass. And so they went up and they picketed the dogs, the dog team, and they, they put this uh, toboggan in the water. And his son and I, James, uh, uh, stayed there and we... Had, we had a 125 foot length of rope. And, uh, I asked Alvin, I said, or James, I said, what do we do when the, when the, when you won to the end of the rope? Cause they tied it to the toboggan. And, uh, I said, uh, he said, just turn it loose. If we've gotten that far, we'll be fine. So they got to the end, turned it loose. Remember the bears about, uh, 270 feet out there. So they were only halfway, not even, and uh, went out and tied up the bear and started bringing it back. Well, the wind's blowing about 50 miles an hour, and it's 50 below zero. It was very, very cold. So they yes. they tried tried bringing the polar bear back, and he, the wind that was blowing him underneath the ice flows. Finally, they got back to the, to the good ice, and uh, we tried to pull him out. I shot that bear at three o'clock in the afternoon and we pulled and pulled and pulled and we'd get the bear up out of the ice and then he'd fall backwards. And finally I, I kept, I kept telling James, man, we need a come along or a helicopter, one of the two. So he, he got an idea. He said, well, he'll, we'll use this two by four and we'll make a pole out of it. So we, we chopped ice, chopped the ice, stuck the pole down there. And cut the rope into four lengths, tied three of them on his legs and one around his neck. And then James dallied that around the two by four and, uh, we started pulling. Well, we, we'd get, we'd get the polar bear up a couple inches and then he'd fall back. So we'd, we, one, two, three, we, three of us would start pulling. We got the bear up almost out of the water. We finally popped him out of the water, and he slid up on shore. We were hugging each other and dancing around, and we were so excited. Then we heard the ice crack. We grabbed that polar bear, that 1,700-pound polar bear, and moved that thing about 20 feet onto the better ice. (laughs) And uh, uh, that was at 3.30 
in the in morning. The, in the afternoon, yeah. Twelve and a half hours later. So uh that was Mom. my polar bear story. And that polar bear is number two in the world. Yeah. If you're standing if you're standing next to it, folks, you come up to about his hips. Um if you look at the width of his head, it looks like he could grab you, kind of like swallow you whole if he just threw his head back a few times. It is an absolute amazing animal. And uh so I always love that story every time. I can't imagine the guys hopping in a dog sled, paddling across the Buford Sea. That's awesome. Hey, um, turn your camera a little bit here. We'll, we'll, uh, let's talk about your ranch. Okay. Can yeah. you see So the those sheep? of you who, oh, yeah, there's a beautiful stone sheep in the background there, folks. So Lou owns Lou Misterly Timberline Ranch out of Laramie, Wyoming. It is an absolute fantastic hunt. Uh, if you have an opportunity in the month of June, there are still leftover cow tags you can apply for. It's unit seven nine, but you need to go on the the website. You can scoot back a little from the camera, Lou. You can go back on the uh, you can go back on the website to Wyoming and apply. He still has some openings there. If you've ever watched my channel and seen the videos of hundreds of elk at a time. That's Lou's ranch, okay? I do a little uh, helping out on the ranch, you know, gentleman guiding, if you will. Uh, everybody gets great elk. It's not that I'm a genius. It's a great ranch. So it, it makes me look good as far as uh, as helping people out. But, you know, there's bull hunts. You can't get a bull this year unless you already have a general tag. Well, if you have a general tag in Wyoming, you don't know where to go, give them a call. Because the bull hunting is absolutely amazing. And there's only one guy who's hunting bulls there this year, right? No one else got drawn. So if you are a general tag holder for Wyoming, you want to get a hold of us, we'll get you Lou's number. Um, and and uh, the, the tell us about your ranch, Lou. Well, I don't need to keep bragging is, about uh, it. It's in the southeastern part of Wyoming in the Snowy Range. Uh, the ranch sits in between... Uh, two huge ranches, 150,000 acres on one side and 40,000 on the other. The whole back of the ranch is Medicine Bow National Forest. And uh, it's uh, it's natural habitat, and it's all free-range hunting. But we get lots and lots of elk. You know, we, we had one time this winter, we had 43 bulls come in. Only bulls came in. I think I might have sent you that picture. Uh, yep. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. So we're over the last 31 years, we're pretty much a hundred percent success with the exception of, of one guy. Uh, this is, this is a good guy. His name's Austin. Uh, he built my home here in Utah and, uh, he, uh, he came up and had, he had this one bull in mind. And we'd seen it. We'd seen the bull before, and so uh, he he uh, said he'd saw probably probably seen twenty twenty different bulls and didn't shoot looking for this one bull, and uh, it just just didn't work out. He was in a blind. He got out to relieve himself, and the bull came in. And uh, by the time he could jump back in, and uh, the blind. The bull was was running across the meadow, and uh, he didn't shoot it. He could have shot it Texas style, but instead he didn't shoot, and it ran into the forest, and he never got it. So that 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 spoiled my hundred percent success. But he could have no, got a could have got a bull. I'm I'm sorry. I, you never never leave your rifle. You <laughs> never leave no. your rifle. You get out of the car to look over the edge. You have to, you, you get out to look around your rifle. Why, why are you? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, Austin. For sure. Um, Never leave rule. Number one. Yeah. Never leave your rifle. You can leave your friends behind. Never leave your rifle. Um, All right. So the ranch is great. You've got unbelievable hunting there. Uh, It's an old lodge. 
what do you have? 6,500 acres on the west yeah. side. It's kind of lowland. It actually is full of antelope and prairie dogs. And then it transitions into sagebrush and rolling hills with a lot of deer. And then the elk are up on top in the big grassy meadows. And it is, it is truly a absolutely beautiful place. And uh, the elk are there because he hunts them correctly. You don't blow them out of the country. You know, we stay on the sides and we pick and choose our elk and then they all stay fat and happy, right? Right there. And we really, so, we really enjoy it. You know, it's, it's got the ranch has two drainages and the wildlife just like those drainages. So they're, they're there. They actually, the elk even calve there. Uh, they winter there and they calve there. Uh, and the bulls, uh, you know, sometimes the bulls in the summertime go back up. The back of the ranch uh, uh, is 13,000 feet is, is is the mountain behind it. The, the ranch, ranch itself goes to 9,000 feet in elevation. But uh, the elk and deer and antelope are there. So it's, it's, it's a very wonderful place. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So if you if you uh, want to get a cow tag, I mean, it, dude, you, the problem with shooting a cow up there is you're going to shoot the first one you see, and then you're going to miss out on watching the Disneyland parade of elk, because when they come through at two or three hundred head in one herd, it is unbelievable. You can hear the music in the background that goes dun 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 and you just watch elk after elk parading through the place. It is absolutely magical. You can get a hold of me or or uh, just get a hold of me, right? Send me a note on Instagram if you're interested in that. We'll set you up with Lou. Uh, the best elk hunting you'll ever see. And, uh, and it's gentleman friendly. If you have a bad knee, bad back, don't worry about it. We can get you taken care of. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. will be back with Lou Misterly right after this. Hi, folks. Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show. If you're a concealed handgun carrier or have a firearm to defend your home and are forced to use your weapon for self-defense or the protection of a loved one, you'll be glad to have CCW Safe on your side. CCW Safe provides and pays 100% upfront defense funds for high-quality attorneys, expert witnesses, and the investigators you need following a critical incident with no reimbursement. And they do it all for one flat yearly fee starting at $179 a year. CCW Safe has permit and non-permit plans to protect California residents in this state and while traveling across the country. So check out their new ultimate plan with no caps on criminal and civil defense, $1 million for bond coverage, a dedicated $1 million for civil liability, and many other benefits. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at ccwsafe.com. Springtime is just around the corner. Soon, it'll be time to get back outdoors and soak up a little sun. And we need it. So why not enjoy the outdoors or the things you love in the field or the range, in the lake, or even in the stream? It's a great time now to get stocked up with the gear you need. Turner's Outdoorsman is California's number one hunting, fishing, and shooting sports retailer since 1971. And it even has 33 locations across California and one in Tucson, Arizona. Turner's is your one-stop shop for all your shooting sports and fishing tackle needs. We offer a full selection and unmatched prices on firearms, ammunition, gun safes, shooting accessories, archery equipment, and fishing tackle. Visit turners.com now and sign up for the Turner's Discount Club for free and get our weekly ads and member specials sent directly to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman's, savings you deserve on the gear you need. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. By AskDefensive.com. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man. Yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now. Amen to that. That's all they need to know for now. Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Get our podcast at FiringLineRadio.com and if you go on our Instagram page or our Facebook page, the group page, you'll see that we're giving away a Timney trigger for a Mosin Nagant. This is some Mosin Nagant love for those of you who have a Mosin Nagant. Um, it's going to make it into a fine weapon. And you know, the best part about the Mosin Nagant is if you have a French one, 
Uh, it's never been fired and only dropped once. So uh, it, it, it's it's the perfect addition to that nearly brand new battle rifle. Uh, folks, joining me back here is Lou Misterly, Lou Misterly of the Lou Misterly Ranch, Lou Misterly of the World Hunting Award, Lou Misterly, my friend. One of the things you can't see it in your trophy room right now, if you're looking on a YouTube page, folks, you'll see that he's got his sheep mountain of beautiful stone sheep in the background. But he also has a diorama with lions and kudu. Oh, my. And your lion hunt was quite something. Can you in the last 10 minutes here? Tell us about your lion hunt. Okay, yeah. Well, this particular lion hunt uh, was uh, in in, uh, Zambezi Valley. and. we were, you know, when you lion hunt, you, you, you travel around till you find some tracks. And then uh, if, if the tracks look like it would be the right lion, then you shoot a bait and, and hang a bait up and the lion comes to feed. And you, then you make a blind and take, take the lion. Well, we'd done that for uh, probably 10 days. And we finally found a good lion track there. So we set up a, a half a buffalo as a bait. The only problem was it was on a dry creek. And uh, I had to get on the other side of the creek to set up blind, which was probably about 75 or 80 yards across. So a little bit far for setting up a blind, but we did it. It was on a hill, and uh, we put up a, a long boomer, uh, camouflage boomer. To uh, 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 as a blind, so we were sitting there, and it was a it was a hot day. I could feel the perspiration rolling down my back, and we sat there for a while. And it started to get dark, and and so uh, uh, my guide there, Chris, he said, "Lou, he says, can you still see the bait?" And I said, "Yeah, but barely, but you know, it's it's getting to the point where we're going to have to quit." Just about that time, uh, I heard him yell, Lou, Lou. Well, this lion was walking across on the other side of the river towards the bait. And uh, he had stopped. And I was going to shoot him there, but he had a log across the front of him there, a dead tree. And I couldn't make the shot. Didn't have his vitals area open. So he got into, he got to the bait and he was eating it. And then uh, he turned around and sat on his haunches facing us. And so uh, I, I told Chris, man, that, that, it's getting dark. He said, can you still see? And I said, yeah, I can see good enough to shoot. So he says, well, go ahead, man. I'd hunted with this guy for several years. I knew him very well. So um, I shot. And when I shot, the, the lion fell down off the bank. There was like a cut bank. Fell down off the bank there, where the where the the bait was, and that and he was roaring and rolling around in the sand. Then he jumped up and ran into ran into the bush. Well, uh, you could hear the lion roaring, and all of a sudden it stopped. Chris says, "Ah, uh, he just died." So we got in the Land Cruiser, we drove across the Sandy Creek all the way over there, up the bank, and down the other side. And we saw blood in the sand, a lot of blood there. And uh, he said, well, he's just up here. So we started looking, walking to look. And uh, he, yeah, the line was moving. Chris said, we better, we better take the rig. So we, we jumped, jumped in the rig. And uh, he was walking in front. And, and his guide, his uh, tracker, Francis is his name. And uh, we walked for a long ways, and then uh, yeah, uh, Chris told me, he "said Lou, you better, you better uh, take take the safety off and get ready because I think that line's right ahead of us here." Well, just before that, uh, I'd fallen down in the back of the truck, got hit in the head, and uh, man, I woke up. I thought, "What the heck hit me?" Well, there was a giant limb, and the Land Cruiser had hooked that limb and up over the top of the bumper and hit me on the forehead and knocked me out. So broken nose and all, I get out of the rig and start walking with Francis. 
and and uh, Chris, and he said, "We better stop right here. That line's right there in that Cumbrian bush." Well, we had a flat tire. This was back when we're just after the war in Zimbabwe and Mozambique. So we went back to camp, and in camp was another professional hunter and his guide and his hunter. And so uh, they offered to come in there the next morning and see if we could find that lion. So we all, I said, well, let's go. The next morning at dark, we took off. And we got we parked the rig right where wherever it was the night before, and we were down in front of it. Uh, me and Francis, and and Chris, and uh, a friend of mine named Phil, who was taking a video. Well, he, he was that's what his purpose was. But they took the video out of his hand and gave him a shotgun, and uh, so we're down there bending down there looking, and all of a sudden. Chris said, oh, no. And he looked up and he could see the lion. Lions are funny. They'll flick their tails three times and then they'll come. But they roar first. And we heard the roar and here comes the lion. And so uh, Francis was down on the ground looking at the track. Well, he jumped up and he hit Chris on the shoulder and knocked him off balance. And his gun went off because he had a double rifle. And then uh, he hit me on the shoulder, and uh, I lost my balance a little bit, but I stayed on my feet, and this lion was coming, and I could see him coming. I, I just put the crosshairs up there on him, never even saw it, and then pulled the trigger. Well, the lion comes sliding up to our feet, and uh, uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a very scary situation with that lion. And uh, and Chris getting knocked down and couldn't shoot, you know. So, anyway, that's my lion story, man. That's that's one of two uh, charging lion stories that I remember. Yeah. Um, this is this is the the big male that you have in the other room there with the kudu, right? Yes, and with the female. Yeah. Yeah, and the female was the other one that charged you. Folks, uh, Lou has hunted all over the world. He's got the World Hunting Award. Uh, you know, I got to say, his, his, well, one, one time you opened your trophy room up to the public and you had thousands of people come through um, to, to see them. It is a wonderful museum. And when you realize the money that was spent hunting these animals goes into the conservation of these animals. And the fact that, like he just mentioned before, the Zambezi war, the uh, Mozambique wars, whenever they have this conflict and, and communists take over countries in Africa, the wildlife absolutely is decimated. But through, through hunting, that money has been there to support the game parks, to support the anti-poaching efforts. You know, the number one problem with animals in in Africa is not sport hunting. It's poachers. It's poachers for rhino horn. It's poachers for meat. It's poachers for trophies. A lot of this is going back into China and Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi and those type of areas. And so these guys go in with with machine guns, they go with muzzle loaders, with rebar loaded in them. They shoot the animals, they wound the animals, they just cut off the horn, they waste things, they waste the ivory. They're, they're criminals. They're probably people Gavin Newsom would let out of jail. That's how bad these people are. But they're, they're absolute criminals. And that's what's the, causing the problem. When you have sustainable hunting and responsible people involved, it is the best thing for a large population of wildlife, especially when they're taking out some predators. I really wish we'd take out some predators in California. I'll tell you that. Uh, animal ones, too. Um, folks, I want to thank my very special guest, Lou Misterly. Lou Misterly, uh, the Misterly Timberline Ranch in Wyoming. Get a hold of me. Just message me on my Instagram page, Firing Line Radio, if you're interested in going hunting with him. It's a great time, great place. You'll never see more elk unless you're in Banff during September. Lou, thank you for your time. Enjoyed it as always. You're very welcome, Phil. Thank you. God bless you. Happy Father's Day. On, man. God bless you. All right. I miss you too, buddy. God bless. Hey, man. Take care. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot.
When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, IndustryGreetings.com, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Vortex Optics, Vortex, The Force of Optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. I'd like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show, Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask, kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, Ask stands for Attitude, skills, and knowledge. And that's what they focus on at Ask Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K, defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too, so buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com. Inflation, inflation, inflation. Hi there, Philip Naiman from Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management, professional investment advice with a Christian worldview. You've all heard it, it's all over the news. The Fed has raised interest rates and may continue to raise them in the future. When the Federal Reserve said inflation was transitory, we now know it's a stiff reality. So how does that affect you? Well, financing anything will be more expensive, but if you're able to invest with these higher interest rates, things may finally be in your favor. Financial institutions have been slow to pass on higher interest rates to investors. We don't have that problem. If you're looking to take advantage of today's higher yields or even an improvement on your money market yields, please give me a call, 909-406-1144, 909-406-1144, or schedule an appointment at cornerstonecwm.com, cornerstonecwm.com. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.